3: Recorded live. The following is a presentation of AOW Productions.
4: This program contains adult content. Listener discretion is advised. The views and opinions expressed by the host of this program do
2: not necessarily state to reflect those of this station or its management.
5: Introducing... Chris Master, Mr. Freeze, and Bad Billy. Ladies and
2: gentlemen, this is Outlaw Radio.
6: All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Outlaw Radio 4, the 14th of April, 2018. I'm your host, Bad Billy. Of course, I'm always joined by the one, the only, Mr. Freeze. What's going on, bud? Yeah, hello. What's
7: going on, buddy? How are you doing tonight? (laughs)
6: Hey, I'm doing great. Good to have you here. I know that uh, you weren't uh, sure if you were going to make it, but I'm glad you did. Chris, of course. Running late as he always does, but hey, that's okay.
7: <laughs> the fashionably sensibly 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 fashionably Chris Master. Yes, indeed.
8: <laughs> All
7: right.
6: Busy, busy. So, quick, quick announcement now. Uh, next week, uh, as I mentioned uh, this last week. The show is going to be of a very serious subject. Um, Yeah, uh, there is quite a bit of crime and corruption, and I must say the term white genocide is being used quite often in the country of South Africa. The farm crimes stand out the most, but uh, it's, um, you know, it's also in the major cities. It's happening in Cape Town. It's happening in Johannesburg. It's happening in Pretoria. You know, um, basically, there's some kind of uprise by the economic freedom fighters and uh, this idiot by the name of Julius Malema, who really doesn't know his ass from a hole in the ground, complete total fucktard, who is a is an Adolf Hitler wannabe, but that doesn't take away from the fact that he is a dangerous influence down there, and we are going to be touching a, a lot on that. And uh, Mr. Freeze, you heard a little bit about the farm crimes out there, and from what you heard, you were just speechless.
7: Yeah, I don't often, I don't often have little to say about most things. I have a lot to say about most things, and uh, I just can't believe the shit that you just told me. I'm, uh, I'm disgusted, absolutely disgusted.
6: Yes, well, we're going to have special guests next week. We're going to be uh, touching a lot of this. It's basically going to be the uh, it's going to be the topic of the entire show, and I'm going to have I'm going to can't leave out the music. I'm going to have good music that's uh, playing songs that are going to relate to the situation. But uh, we will get on all of that next week. As for now, I have a pre-recorded interview with. Uh, Roan Munting, I, I'm really hoping I'm saying his name right. Uh, he's out of Cape Town, South Africa. He's uh, with a band called Black Pistol. And uh, I know you couldn't be there for this one, but that's also because, Mr. Freeze, I know you you never heard of these guys before, but uh, I think after tonight, you're going to be a fan. Nice. Nice, nice, nice. All right. So let's get this show started. Here is Black Pistol with Brandy, and I'll be back with the interview right after the commercials. And we go, a
8: little something like this. Hit it.
5: And now, from a rented basement, because Bad Billy's mom threw him out, it's Outlaw Radio.
2: No more morning-after-sugar hangovers from other liquors. With Cold Cock's blend of herbs, including green tea, hibiscus, ginger, eucalyptus, and more, you'll be in herbal heaven. Cold Cock Whiskey, available at spirit stores and distributors America-wide. Find one near you at coldcockwhiskey.com. Follow Cold Cock Whiskey on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Celebrate those special moments with friends. Raise your glass. Take your shot. You must be 21 or older to drink Cold Cock Whiskey. Please drink responsibly.
5: Because there are some people out there worth more than you. And I'm not talking about money. Wisdom beyond value from the desk of Mr. Holland. Part of me says I need to quit drinking like this. The other part says don't listen to him, he's drunk.
8: Ooh, is that Mr.
5: Holland?
3: Yes, please have a seat as we review your (laughs) Hofax. Speak up, because you can. Your mind is a powerful tool,
2: and so is your freedom of speech. So use it. It's what separates you from being a number to being an individual. Thoughts, beliefs, opinions—it's opinion, what makes
8: you you. Stand proud and say loud. Know your rights. Know your freedom to speak. This message is brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters Education Foundation and the Broadcast Education Association.
2: If you love country music. Play country. Oh, there's lots of it and more on Cranked, Cranked Up country, country with Curtis McKinney and Brad Hennington. You may remember them from Cranked Up Live. Cranked Up Country is three hours of the best country music on the planet, combined with real personalities and fun. Listen for the Cranked Up Country hick picks and artist picks. Call Brad and Curtis with your song requests And hey, you may even expand your vocabulary. Airhead, bird brain, bonehead, <laughs> chowder head quad <laughs> hopper quad <Claude> hopper seriously <laughs> for broadcast times and stations visit cranked up country on the web at cranked like cranked up country on facebook at facebook.com slash cranked up country radio follow cranked up country on twitter at cranked up live cranked up country
5: road hard and put up wet hey I'm neat you're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we say what the fuckity fuck we want. No exceptions.
6: All right, ladies and gentlemen, you have just heard Brandy by Black Pistol, and it is my pleasure to bring in Ron Munting to the show, if I pronounce that right. I hope I didn't butcher it. Anyway, how you doing, brother?
9: I'm good, thanks to yourself, Billy. Thanks for having me.
6: Yes, yes good to have you here. Now, uh, for those that aren't familiar with Black Pistol, and of course, a lot in the U.S. here that are not, unfortunately, uh, why don't you uh, tell the listeners a little bit about the band?
9: Sure. Um, We started this band actually a little while ago, I think in 2014 already, but we were, I was in a different band back then, still being a student and everything, and as soon as I finished my studies, I started working and focused a bit more on that and left that band. And I was always, I was always in bands for the last 10 years or so. So I couldn't just leave music. So we started something on the side. I found a, a guy that sang really well, a young guy actually. And well, young, I mean, he's about five, six years younger than I am. And we just met, started making music and there was instant chemistry. And I, I, asked a long-time friend, bassist, Jock, to join. And, and for a long time, we didn't have a drummer, actually. That's why we've been quiet for a long time. So we got a session musician in, session drummer, to help with the the EP that we released last year. Um, we took some time writing the music and so forth and making sure we, we deliver a good product, especially for that first impression, you know. And um, we... All, everyone in the band grew up listening to stuff like Metallica, Black Sabbath, you know, all those classics, Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, and all those things. So it was just natural to to, to gravitate towards a, a style like that as well. Um, I won't say we sound exactly like that, but that's a big influence on, on our music. And, yeah, we are here today, and we are digging mostly in Cape Town at the moment, here in South Africa. We haven't toured up Johannesburg, Victoria's side or overseas yet. Uh, we're still, we are actually in the process of writing. We're almost finished with our, our full-length album. We are, let me just think, we are busy. I think we're busy with this last song now. Then we should have a, should be about a nine or 10 track album, depending if we can Pushing another song there, um, and that's that's part of our plan to go and record in July. I think we have a band meeting tomorrow, so we'll finalize all those details. And yeah, so that's that's the status at this moment. Um, yeah, <laughs> anything
10: else?
6: <laughs> oh, I think you you definitely answered a couple of questions uh, before I had a chance to ask them because uh, one of my questions was going to be. <laughs> You know who are your influences uh musically and lyrically to you
3: know you started okay yeah. off of
6: you but um now you play guitar right
9: yes, I do I play guitar, I play the lead as well, the rhythm and lead, and I write the the music most of it as well
6: nice, nice, and uh I don't know about how old were you the first time you heard a good song you really liked or You looked at a guitar and, uh, you thought to yourself here's something I want to do.
9: Yeah, I was, I remember very well, I was 11 years old and my dad played Thunderstruck from ACDC to me and he just started playing it. And he told me, do I know this? And I said, obviously I don't know this. This was before the internet and things like that. So it was difficult to, to, to hear things like that. And I just said, what is this? I want to know what this is, and I want to be able to do that. And that was even before I started playing guitar. So a year later, when I was 12 years old, I bought my first guitar. I went for lessons the same day, and I just wanted to play like Angus Young. And that didn't happen for the first five years of playing guitar because I started on an acoustic guitar. So I was very bleak about that. (laughs) But that was 16 years ago. You know, that's when this whole musical journey started for me and um i'm very happy i picked up the guitar and i've never put it down since
6: oh that is awesome that is awesome indeed so uh, you said you've never made it out to like johannesburg or that uh, so has does that mean that you've played primarily in the cape town area
9: yeah primarily um at this moment at at least we do have a lot of friends and contacts in all around South Africa to go and jam with them. They are also in bands and venue owners and so forth. So it's not too difficult. It's just been, um, we've we've been focused more at this moment on just getting the new material sorted so that when we do tour up or wherever, we have more um, to offer, you know? And then we can take our albums with and just share that. And yeah, it's just um, getting all the, the admin stuff sort of before we spend more money touring and, you know, having fun.
6: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And um, so uh, overall, I mean, uh, you can say the journey for you is still in the early stages, but uh, so far it seems like you're having, a, having some success. Uh, of course, um, names I've had on, on the show that uh, you're probably very familiar with. I'm just, you had to have the chance to share the stage with any of them. I've had uh, Franzwa von Koch on the show. I've had Jack Perro. I've had uh, Albert Frost, Dan Potlansky. Yeah. Have you had the chance to uh, share the stage with any of those gentlemen?
9: Not, unfortunately, not yet. Um, and I don't think. We will. I would like to. That would be a great honor. But someone like Jack Parrow, for instance, is a, is a slightly more different genre than us. So I'm not sure if we would be, if we ever organized a show, we would be on the same boat. It would be awesome to do something like that. I would love that. Um, but I grew up listening to François von Koch's other band, Folk of Polisica. i um, big fan of Dan Patlanski and Albert Frost. So those guys are blues legends here in South Africa. Um but if we do get the chance to play with him, I think we'll definitely take that opportunity.
6: Of course, uh another gentleman I've had on the on the show, uh, uh Pepe Davinsky, um of course, he's a good friend uh, of uh, Dan Potlansky's in two in two bands down there in South Africa. Um, you know, he's, he's with bloodline LTD, which is very, very much hardcore heavy metal. And then he's with gunshot blue with, with that is like an old, old style of blues to, um, yeah. 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 What about have you had had the chance to share the stage with him or any of his bandmates at all?
9: Actually, I don't, I've never heard of him before. I'll definitely go check them out. It sounds interesting. Um, where are they based in Cape Town?
6: Uh, I know he's got a tattoo shop in uh, Cape Town, just opened it, but uh, m- mostly I think it's uh, Johannesburg and uh, Durban.
9: Okay. Yeah, uh, I think you can send me a link after this interview and I'll go check them out.
6: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Thanks. So yeah. The song that uh, we just heard, Brandy, Obviously, yeah. it makes me kind of thirsty. <laughs>
8: but,
6: uh, um, what would you say is the inspiration behind that song?
9: Um, yeah, just to get back to the first question you asked in terms of who writes the music and so forth, I just have to also obviously give credit to everyone else also contributes towards the music. I just write the the riffs and the basic idea, and then I present it to the rest of the band. But uh, 90% of the lyrics are written by the vocalist Stian, and he wrote specifically Brandy. Um, being, a, he's still he's the youngest in the band. He is about 22, 23 years old, um, and being the youngest in the band, he still drinks the most.
10: <laughs> <laughs>
9: so he wrote something about, and that song was actually the first song we've written together as a band uh, when I met him. Four years ago, that song, he had lyrics, I had music. We just put it together and it worked. So that's how that song came together. I didn't ask any questions uh, because it worked. And as soon as something works, you don't try and fix it even more, you know. (laughs) Um, So that song is all about drinking and just um, having a good time with friends or alone, you know, whatever you prefer. And um, there's nothing more to it. You know, it's not a love song. We don't do stuff like that. It's not a a ballad or whatever. It's just a plain song about drinking and having fun.
6: <laughs> well, if you happen to do one uh, about whiskey, I gotta hear because that that happens to be my preference. So.
9: <laughs> <laughs> That's not a bad idea. Yeah.
6: <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes. And um, overall, uh, when you hit the stage, uh, wherever you may be, um, overall, how has the crowd response been?
9: It's been good. We played a show two, three weeks ago um, in Stellenbosch. Stellenbosch is this little town filled with students because they have a university there. I also studied there for, for a few years. Um, so it's mostly just young people there just having a good time. And we we played a show there with good friends of ours. And we started, I think, 20 minutes earlier than we were supposed to. So the place wasn't really as full as we would wanted and we just started playing and halfway through the first song I just looked up and the place was packed Um, I was pleasantly surprised and I was so great so lucky to see that Um, and everyone because we are not too well known at this moment so no one sings our songs with us at this moment that would be great if they they do that eventually but we're not planning on anything like that but they were jamming out and just enjoying the show. We even got an encore before we were finished, um, <laughs> so that was also good. And um, the crowd response has been great. I'm I'm very happy with everything. How how everything is going? Um, it's it's um, what's the word? It's been above my expectations. I I was just planning to write music and to have a good time. And if everyone else likes it, or if one person likes it, then I'm happy. So, so far, so good. I'm extremely happy with how things are, are progressing.
6: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, uh, as uh, others I've mentioned, especially uh, François van Koch and uh, Jack Pero, who uh, who do a lot of their lyrics, and uh, François van Koch even more so, do, does the majority of his lyrics in uh, Afrikaans. Um are you yeah. are, are you more comfortable uh doing your songs in English or do you perhaps uh, see yourself uh you know write, writing a song that's in Afrikaans or uh you know perhaps another language of South Africa like Zulu or Xhosa? Yeah. <laughs>
9: um I am Afrikaans. So, um we are all Afrikaans in the band except the drummer, he's English. Um and Myself and the vocalist have been talking for a while now, and he really wants to do an Afrikaans song. But as a starting point for the band, I always wanted to, I prefer English music just for myself, in the sense of if we do decide to go overseas, it's just a much broader market to approach. Instead of, um, it's, it's, it is easier to to work with English music because it's more universal. I don't have anything against Afrikaans music. I love Afrikaans music, like the guys from Punch and Coke. Uh, We have great local guys here, but we we would like to do an Afrikaans song or two, actually. Um, That is something that's potentially in the works, Uh, but I'm leaving that completely up to the vocalist to write that because he has a few ideas that he wants to do. Um, But we... Yeah, the majority of our songs will definitely be in English. Um, and with regard to the other African languages, <laughs> I can speak a little bit of Koza, because we were taught Koza in, in the first three grades of school, but that was also 20 years ago. So I don't think anyone in the band can speak anything like that. But we would like to collaborate with someone from with a different language you know, to influence some of the African um elements in the music you mean make a i don't know something with a, some rock and roll with a i don't know with with Kosa or zulu um sang over it maybe some rap or i don't know if anything is possible we have so many options in this country it's it's basically endless
6: <laughs> yes 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 I, I mean and and not to get really political too but um as we know that i mean there's uh you know there there's big big racial controversies in South Africa so if you were to do some of that you know i think that could especially if if you have somebody who speaks one of those one of those other languages i i think uh, you know it um i think it, it would be something mean, meaningful if you were to do that
4: yeah
9: i think so too there there are quite a few local um Afrikaans guys and girls doing a lot of collaborations with different cultures um, from all over um, South Africa. And it is really bringing the the, the community together, not just the music um, scene and community, but just people in general. You know, it's always good to see um, people from different cultures coming together and doing things everyone likes, you know, see we are not that different after all you know we just maybe look a bit different talk a bit different but we all same the deep deep down we're all the same you know absolutely I think that would also be a nice thing to do collaborate with someone and then my from my personal point of view I would like to do it to to learn something from them I don't if the public likes it or not I'm not really doing it for the public I'm doing it to just to expand my understanding of other cultures and things like that. And if as an added bonus, if the public do like that by collaborating, by, by collaborating with other cultures and so forth, then that's great. You know, um, I think every artist should consider doing something that's a bit out of his, um, what you call it?
8: It's repertoire
9: box? or <laughs> yes, exactly. Something like that. Yeah. Yes.
6: Yes, indeed. And uh, when, you're, when you're up on stage, what would you say are some of your uh, favorite songs to cover?
9: Um, we actually, our first show we played last, we actually played our first show last year. Um, so we took a while to, um, to get stage ready since we didn't have a proper drummer. So we, we were just staying in studio, fixing up the EP and stuff. So last year when we played, we only had six songs to play. You know, and standard is at least seven or eight songs for a show. Um, yes. Nine if you, if you get an encore or something like that, especially if you're a new band. Um, so the song we covered was Ace of Spades by Motorhead, obviously. And um, that was, a, we have a video of that. I have it somewhere on my computer. Um, and as soon as we started playing that, the crowd just freaked out because that's the only song they really knew. And then they just, immediately connected with us. It was really amazing. Um, But going forward, we haven't discussed any covers. We are not sure what type of song we'll do or whatever. I really like Ace of Spades. It's a lacquer, um, genetic song that everyone knows in any way.
8: Yeah.
9: Um, But when we played that the first time, everyone just woke up. It was really great. (laughs)
6: <laughs> hey that that is awesome to hear. Yes. And um do you um, find any influence in other genres too? So you know such as uh, maybe some blues or some jazz or country or anything like that.
9: Definitely. Um especially blues. I grew up as well listening to Eric Clapton, Buddy Guy, um you know people and guys like that. Um so there's definitely blues influences in terms of the my solos. Everything is most of it is is blues licks and and based on the blues scale and stuff like that. I mean, a lot of guys, even Kirk Hammett of Metallica, even said his favorite lick is the uh, the blues pentatonics. You know, that's a very famous pattern for a lot of guys, especially in metal as well using that um but as soon as our new album comes out i'm i can't say when i'm hoping still end of this year maybe there's a song on there it's called the sins of the father which is a bit more country vibe it's there's a video on our facebook page actually as well just myself and our vocalist doing that like an unplugged version and that is like a i can't remember where the inspiration comes from but that's it's definitely an country influence song, something a bit different from our usual stuff. It won't sound like brand you listened to earlier or any of our other songs on the EP. So it's just, we, I like a lot of diversity in the music, but I don't also want to stray away too far from, from the roots, you know? So we, so we have a lot of different influences that we incorporate in the music.
6: That is, that is amazing. Now, I'm, I'm going to uh, pick your brain a little bit. <laughs> so I love throwing these stumpers <laughs> out there, courtesy of my former co-host, Derek Stark. But uh, All right. Uh, so you have the opportunity to sing a duet uh, with any artist or musician of your choice, past or present. Who do you pick yeah. and why?
9: To sing a duet with? Yes. Mm, Chris Cornell.
6: Oh yes, what a, what a, what an amazing artist he was, and what a loss just a just about a yeah. year ago too. Yeah. I was.
9: Yeah, almost a year. Yeah. Yeah. Now I've been listening a lot of, especially these dead. I'm actually getting goosebumps now. Um, I've been listening to the first Audio Slave album quite a lot. It's really been Um, I won't say it influenced my music in a way, but but I really, uh, it calms me down when I listen to his voice and it's so, it's so sad listening to his voice. And if I can, I'm not a vocalist, but I would just stand on stage and just give, give everything I have uh, to sing with him. I think that would be amazing for me.
6: Yes. Yes. You know, it, it's just kind of ironic too. Uh, when I think about it too, is, uh, uh the seattle uh, grunge era from the uh, mid 90s too it's is you know uh the the three uh, headliners have all died yeah. w- within the same year too i mean uh you know it was right around april may when uh, kurt cobain died and then yeah. it was the very very same day that uh, Lane staley of alice in chains had died a few years later and then some years later, Chris Cornell dies around the same time of year. I don't know what uh, kind of sign yeah. I'm looking at here, but wow! Yeah,
9: it, it is. It is scary and sad at the same time. Yeah.
6: Yes. Yes. And uh, here, here's here's another one now. Um, yeah. <laughs> say, say, Black Pistol is making it really, really big. And, I, and you're going to go on a worldwide tour. You're going to, you know, you're going to, you're going to go all over South Africa. You're going to go in, over, into Europe, Australia, here in the states. And uh, for this tour, you have three opening slots for bands or musicians you'd like to have open for you. Who do you pick, and why?
9: <laughs> to open for us? Yes. <laughs> That is a bit difficult to say. Um, uh, Yes, I don't know. That's a bit... I know who I will open for. That's a different story. Um, I can't say who to open with. Uh, um, That's a bit of a difficult one. Um, Definitely a stumper. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Yeah. Um, but if I can, if we can swap it around and maybe make it, um, well, yeah,
6: yeah. yeah fans you, can, we would, you can do that.
9: Fans we would like to tour with, you know, the all time favorites. Um, I'm a, I'm a big, 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 big Guns N' Roses fan. Um, I saw Slash when he came to South Africa in 2012, I think with the Kings of Chaos group. Um, and I saw Wolf Mother the year after that. And, those two bands, is, I would love to tour with them. I would open for them every day if I could tour with Wolf Mother and Guns N' Roses. Um, there was a third band now, but I know. Oh, Rival Sons. I'm not sure if you are familiar with them. They're oh. also there from the States.
6: I've heard of them, but haven't heard very much of their music. So.
9: They are very... Um, uh, like Ozzy actually commented and said, he... He loves the music. Th- they toured with him actually for the final Black Sabbath tour. Now, actually, last year sometime, they have a lot of um, uh, Zeppelin influenced um, styled music, but it's it's really nice. Um, something I found myself really um, uh, there's there's some similarities in my style towards Scott Holiday. That's the guitarist's name in his style as well. We both play Orange amps as well. We both have. Um, firebird so it's something we have in in common and I would love to share the stage with them as well
6: yes yes that, that's awesome to hear and uh, now uh, when it when it comes to touring where is this where is that uh, that dream stage for you where is it out out there Anywhere in the world, whether it be in South Africa, here in the U.S., uh, Europe, wherever it may be, where would you absolutely love to play? Where is that dream stage?
9: First of all, in South Africa, I would love to play at Opikopi. It's a festival happening in Limpopo every year in August. So the festival's been going on for a good 20 years. Um, Second, if we look outside South Africa, I would love to play Rock and Ring. Or um I've, I've never been there before but I've I've watched endless videos of guys like Skill Panther, Airborne, all those guys just playing there and it looks like a lot of fun. Um, another place, the all-time favorite would be, when we're big and old, would be Wembley. I would love to do that. I watched a video of Foo Fighters Playing there a few years ago, and they brought Jimmy Page on stage, and um, it's that is amazing. Just that whole um, feeling of the crowd, and it's I would just that would be a dream come true to me.
6: Oh yes, a lot of people. That's one of my most common answers. Actually, is is, uh, playing at playing at Wembley. I mean, yeah, that that is a huge venue. (laughs) I mean, like, the Please. that is the pinnacle right there, or at least one of them.
9: So, definitely, definitely.
6: Uh, all right. Uh, a couple of more questions here. Uh, this one I love to ask because I get different answers every time. <laughs> in fact, oh, boy, Dan Putlansky really gave me a uh, wild story on this one. But uh, in your time uh, playing, um, and it doesn't matter if it was a rather large venue or a very small venue that holds – uh, capacity about twenty five people. Uh, what would yeah. you yeah? What would you say is the craziest thing you've witnessed while playing on stage? <laughs> um,
9: the previous bands we were in were called the Constant. Um, we have. I'm not sure if it's the cigarettes are, are available in the states. It's a cigarette brand, Constant, yeah. um, and. We were, we were, we named ourselves after the tickets. I think, I'm actually not sure. This was now uh, eight years ago or something. Um, And we were known to break stuff. So before every show, the sound guys would come to, come to us, um, come to us and ask, please don't break the mic stands. Please don't break the chandeliers. Please don't break monitors, you know? And then afterwards they would thank us again. Thank you for not breaking stuff. But, um, the crazy, one of the crazy things that happened was in Stellenbosch, actually, um, our vocalist, he, um, there's a song by the subways, the band called subways, uh, they have a song called rock and roll queen. So what we used to cover that cause we didn't, we never had enough songs to play a full set. So, um, I think we had about six songs ever, and we just played that with um ace of spades actually as well and then we would always get on so we would play one of the songs we just played again um uh, but uh, people never worried so this one night specifically in in aunt class in stellenbosch um clear you there can you hear me
6: yes yes i'm listening cool
9: cool um we were playing and then what we do is in rock and roll queen we we, I've put in a little solo there, but we break it down a little bit. So we extend the song with a few minutes, just messing around and so forth. And then we were jamming. I was looking at the uh, at our other guitarist just jamming out and I turned around and the vocalist was gone. And, um, my friends in the crowd asked me, where is Johan, the vocalist? I said, I don't know. Where is he? You guys saw him leave. Where is he? Please go fetch him. Um, it was a good we were standing on stage still jamming he went to the bar got a few shots of tequila or something or jagermeister i'm not sure um (laughs) ran to the bathroom quickly just to take a leak and then um it was a good five minutes later he would jump back on stage and then we just continued um and that became a that was the first time it happened but that became a norm so every time we play that song we kind of prepared for something like that to happen, our vocalists would just disappear and leave us hanging in the air for five minutes. But um, the second time, we were already used to it, so we were a lot more comfortable on stage. We knew, okay, cool, we can improvise here a little bit. Your hand's going to be a good five minutes. Um, and then another story, this was um, a year or two before that, same band. We were playing in Cape Town itself. Um, they were playing. I wasn't, um, I don't remember being there. It was just one of the stories. He jumped on stage. Oh, he jumped on one of the tables while the people were eating there while playing. And then he, I don't know if he kicked the the lady's food or something, or he spat <laughs> by accident on her face or something while singing into her face, but they didn't like that. They called the manager and, uh, we were banned forever from that music venue. (laughs) We weren't allowed to put our foot back there ever again.
6: Oh, that sucks. Yeah. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Yeah. Interesting story indeed. All right. So Ron, that's all the questions I have for you at this time. I want to thank you very much for your time here on outlaw radio. And before we go to our music set, which is going to consist of uh, the rest of your songs, um, Why don't you go ahead and give yourself a plug, tell the listeners where they can find you on social media, where they can uh, find your music, whether it be on uh, Spotify, iTunes, Reverb Nation, all that good stuff.
9: Cool. Thank you, Billy. Thanks for having me as well. It was great talking to you.
6: Absolutely. Um,
9: Yeah, you guys can find us. We back Black Pistol from Cape Town, South Africa. You can find us on Facebook. We are on Twitter, Instagram. Everything is just Black Pistol. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Tidal, SoundCloud, Bandcamp, virtually any platform available. We are there. So you guys don't have any excuse not to find us.
6: <laughs> Absolutely. Well, once again, thank you very much for your time. And uh, yeah, best of luck to you in your future endeavors. Oh, Real quick, uh, any idea of when the full-length album is uh, supposed to be released? We
9: are. We have a show next weekend. Then we have a, a gig in May and a gig end of June. Then we finish playing live. We just want to chill and finish up the songs. We are. We are almost finished writing all the songs. We just need to do one more song, which is about halfway finished, I think. Then we will go into the studio. Uh, realistically, end of July, probably, and then. I want to have everything sorted by the end of this year, so hopefully we'll have a full-length album out by December.
6: All right, well, I'll be looking if forward we'll to off. that. Yes.
9: Cool. <laughs> I'll send you the link once it's available.
6: Absolutely. So we're gonna hit that music set and when we come back. We have our idiot of the week. You're not gonna want to miss this one. So with that, <laughs> <laughs> yes. So with that said, we'll be back after this.
5: This is the kind of thing that just tickles my balls. You're listening to Outlaw Radio, and if you don't agree with our opinions, then fuck your mother. Hey, did you
10: kiss your girlfriend with that mouth?
11: Have you ever needed to cook dinner in a hurry? Like perhaps a hot date is coming over like Samantha Johnson? Well, this is Preboobassin Carl with the and News Report for Stereo Dust Particles wanting to tell you about the Stereo Dust Particles HOT Dog COOKER The Stereo Dust Particles HOT dog COOKER has a special compartment for the hot dogs and for the liquid for head seasoning. Allowing you to cook the best hot dogs in under two minutes.
8: Yeah.
2: There is no other feeling than strapping up or grabbing those kettlebells, grappling on the mat or doing some shadow boxing, getting knocked down, getting back up, throwing strikes, and then doing it all over again. So when you hear someone scream, gear up, you better get ready because it's just you, your hunter athletic gear, and the voice telling you to train harder. No matter how much experience you have, hunter athletic gear with you all the way. Their products are engineered for utmost comfort, protection, and speed. Battle after battle, Hunter Athletic Gear is the brand celebrating your victory. Hunter Athletic Gear has a range of great training and fight gear for men and ladies, including compression pants, fight shorts, hoodies, vests, caps, and bikinis. They can create custom-branded ranges for your gym or business. Visit their website at huntermma.co.za. Gear up and let's train.
4: Hey, everybody, it's your boy West
2: Stark from the GF6 show, reminding you to check us out on the baddest station on the planet. For station and broadcast times, go to www.gf6.com. That's GFSIX.com. You know what we do blow it up.
5: Hey there! If
2: you love your rock and talk, raw, uncut, unfiltered, uncensored, and unclassified, check out The Jay and Brody Show with hosts. Jay and Brody Z. Be a podcast worldwide at jbrodyshow.podbean.com. Two average Joes get together, drink up, engage in witty banter and shit talking, and discuss news, movies, sports unsigned music and find out who is the dumbass of the week anything goes some material may not be suitable for children under 18 follow the Jay and Brody Show on Twitter at Jay Brody Show the Jay and Brody Show what more needs to be said
12: I hear some people are how dare you how dare you unbelievable Jay!
5: Versus Rouge for the Vacant Phantom White title and Zulu versus Cooten for the fly title. EFC sixty-nine. April twenty-eighth, Carnival City. Tickets and broadcast information at EFCworldwide.com. Nope. You're listening to Outlaw Radio. Now buy a sewing machine. Take it home and cram it up your ass.
8: Fuck shit
13: the shit fuck shit. Fuck the shit. You fuck the fucking shit. Fuck shit and the fuck. Shit the shitty fuck shit. Bad Billy, Mr. Freeze, Chris Master. We all say shit. Fuck. Welcome back shit. to Outlaw Radio. I am one of your co-hosts, Chris Master. I finally joined. This episode of Outlaw Radio is brought to you by Colcock Whiskey. Razor Glass. Take a shot. You must be twenty-one years or older to drink. And Hunter and Hunter Athletic Gear Hunter MMA Athletic Gear. Shit. Gear up. Let's train. Those songs you just heard, I'm telling you, today, I mean, I got plenty of sleep. I woke up at 3.30 in the afternoon, and look at me. Uh, Anyways, uh, the songs you just heard was, uh, they were all by Black Pistol. You heard the game. Before that, Oceans. Before that, Locked and Loaded. Before that, Ain't Seen Nothing Yet. Sounds like a BTO song. And starting the whole set off was Bridges and I Need to Kick Weasel in the Nuts. Or that ad?
6: What ad did he post?
13: The the one that you played. What, Hot the... dog cooker. Yeah. The as um, character named Preview, Best and Carl. That's actually a character I do. But that was but when he did that ad, that was back when I wasn't able to do the voice because I was sick.
8: Hot dog. Uh, (laughs)
10: That's
13: how it is But uh, I uh, I am glad that he doesn't Post the preview best in news reports Because then you would be able to get some real Weird shit
6: Well Our uh, I mean we always have news of the weird
13: Yep
6: And I think you know no, no, no. Uh,
13: the previous news report, the weird stuff, it's not even real news. It's just complete shit that I make up. Oh. Yeah. It's not real
6: news. Well, with the, our idiot of the week, I mean, if this is indeed real...
13: There's, uh, there's got to be more than one, because I also found a couple, one other that's pretty fucked up, and there's another two people that I would like to add to the list if possible.
6: I mean, we can only do one per week, but we can definitely talk about them. Okay. But, uh, is it time to reveal?
11: It is time to reveal.
6: All right. The Outlaw Radio
11: Idiot of the Week. <coughs> Freeze is going to uh, love
6: this. Do what? I said Mr. Freeze is going to love this.
13: Oh, yes. Uh. Well... 60-year-old Ray Frankfurt called. I'm so glad that. uh, Oh, this is in New Hampshire. Okay. All right, Bulldog will be all right. Uh, 60-year-old Ray Frankfurt called 911 himself after 3 p.m. after he found himself in a pretty uncomfortable position. Janice Monroe, who the operator who took the call says she thought it was a joke when he explained the situation. He told me that he'd fallen on his pet squirrel named Slimy and that the animal was now stuck in his anus. <laughs> oh my I was God. convinced that it was a teenager making a prank call. Despite Ms. Monroe's doubts, she sent an ambulance to the site and the paramedics rapidly realized that the situation was in fact very serious. Frank Myers, one of the paramedics who transported Mr. Frankfurt, claims the poor man was lying naked in his bathroom and a hairy red tail was protruding from his anus. <laughs> Why are you naked around your pet squirrel anyway? Uh he kept screaming out in pain as the animal was <laughs> biting and scratching. <laughs> <laughs> Is this even real? The guy looked like he was going through hell Literally uh, Ray Frankfurt was transported to the Huggings Hospital In Wolfboro Where doctors were able to extract the rodent And then give him a hug Because I mean hey it's Huggings uh, The retired male man Suffered from severe internal bleeding But,
10: <laughs>
13: but was finally stabilized After a two hour surgery the squirrel, unfortunately, didn't survive his misadventure. Mr. Frankfurt's problem might seem, I mean, because, I mean, the squirrel was eating, was in some deep shit for two hours.
11: I
6: mean, come on. Literally.
13: Yeah. Mr. Frankfurt's problem might seem fairly unusual, but similar incidents occur a lot more frequently than most people would think. Every year, an average of 5,739 Americans are hospitalized after getting foreign objects stuck in their anal cavity. Uh, Among these foreign objects, an average of 19 are animals, including mostly fishes, snakes, and small rodents like mice or rats. Look, if it's a snake that gets stuck in your butt, make sure it's a snake and not just a long turd. (laughs) Um, Because, I mean, I have have produced some turds that are snake-like.
11: Thanks uh, a lot.
13: (laughs) When I was younger. Not now. But according to data collected by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Mr. Frankfurt is the first American (laughs) to get a squirrel stuck in his rear end since 2007. (laughs) He has refused to comment the incident and declined all demands for an interview. I am not shocked. I am not surprised. Um, now there, there's also two more stories. I'll save those for news of the weird, but the, there is something that I would like to add on to this. Please. Um <clears throat> We talked about him last week during this segment, and we got and I gotta talk about it this week. Dana no. White and Conor McGregor.
1: Oh
6: shit! I know so,
13: Dana White. You are a pussy, and I hope you go bankrupt. You want to know why I hope you go bankrupt? It's because you have decided not to punish Conor fucking McGregor, who needs to have his balls smashed inside an encyclopedia and maybe he'll get an education. <laughs> just take, and not just one encyclopedia, Billy. I would like for him to take the entire set of Encyclopedia Britannicana or whatever it is, or whatever it's called, Britonica, Britannica,
2: whatever. I would
13: like for him to take the entire 26 to 30 books set and just drop it right on his nuts and then i would like for Dana White to do the same thing to himself because i mean the amount of shit that you stirred up connor being i mean what was he charged with assault
6: assault um god i i can't recall all of all of uh, but all this of isn't
13: the- this isn't the first time that has happened though am i right
6: Oh I I as far as uh, some something of this nature yes this is the first time
13: but he I mean that, didn't he do something to his wife or kid or something or or am I thinking of someone else
6: I think you're probably thinking of something else
13: okay but I do know this isn't the first time he's gotten in some deep shit Connor uh, Dana it is about time that you grow a set I thought you grew a set when you said last week that there were gonna be consequences for Connor. And then you and then you and then after he gave you a rusty trombone, you you withdrew that and said no 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 consequences for Connor. Seriously Are you fucking kidding? You may say that it's because that oh well if I if I fire Connor McGregor That will bring pay-per-view buys down. What would you rather have? People buy... People... Would you rather still have your ass after the fight or would you rather have your ass just handed... Would you rather have your ass mutilated by people saying that you are associated with a... With the someone that assaults everything, everybody he touches, and doesn't give a shit. Seriously, I mean,
10: uh,
13: it, it, if you if this was any other fighter that wasn't in the main card, boom, he'd be fired immediately.
6: I agree. I but, agree. It's
13: a because, popul-
6: It's a fucking popularity contest, is what it is.
13: <clears throat> I it's serious. I mean, people need to stop with this popularity bullshit. Yeah, I know Conor McGregor could probably kick my ass and have room for seconds. Hell, I'm man enough to admit that. He does. But if you assault somebody without due cause, you're just a, I mean, seriously, that is that that just that not only shows that you're stupid, but that also shows that you're not a fighter. You're nothing more than a coward. You are nothing more than a pussy of a man, and I am feel sorry for your family that has to put up with bullshit coming from you. That's but, my rant. I mean it's, the mic. It, it's, the a,
6: it's it's just a it's just a matter of basic principle right here. You know? Uh, Mr. Exactly. Mr. Freeze has been really quiet.
7: <laughs> yeah, Mr. Freeze doesn't feel the best, but uh, I would. uh, uh I, 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 I don't know. I say, do what should have been done. Do the right thing. Strip him of his title. Yeah, I not. mean, uh, suspend him at least minimally. Suspend him for a while. I'm not sure exactly, but strip him of his titles.
6: titles. I mean, you know. I mean, and how many free passes is John Jones going to get after drunk driving and uh, having illegal substances from uh, whatever, from steroids to cocaine, come up on drug screens? And how many free passes is he going to get? This is such a bunch of bullshit. Agreed. And of course you got the money. Hell turn to crime. Crime pays. We know that. Uh, uh,
13: well, I think actually actually Um Guy I don't know if you heard about this, but Conor McGregor has been stripped. Uh let me last week. La- uh, one week ago, at the conclusion uh, after the conclusion of UFC 223, McConner, McCon- uh, Conor McGregor was stripped of the UFC lightweight championship due to inactivity.
6: And yes, he he has. I just went through the roster of UFC champions. Uh, Khabib, I cannot pronounce the poor guy's name, but.
12: Blue, blue, blue.
6: Yeah, the the Russian Khabib, he is after his performance last week, he is the UFC uh lightweight champion. Yep. But uh, what's what's uh <clears throat> Conor McGregor? Oh, you'll do fucking nothing. You'll do fucking nothing. Hmm. Uh it looks like that's what you should be doing for a while is especially when it comes to MMA is nothing. Back to uh, fixing toilets as far as I'm concerned because I will I will not uh, – you cannot sell me a Conor McGregor fight. You can't give one away to me because I don't give a shit to ever see him, a fu- him fight. So I don't want to see him fight for free, let alone pay for one.
13: You know, and I now feel Thank like you. a dumbass after saying what I did. Why is that? Because – you just heard me say that Dana White has no balls, and yet he's now stripped Conor McGregor. So I now feel like a dumbass.
6: Well, it was for
13: showed a, you how showed it, you how much I pay attention.
6: It was for inactivity, though. It should, you know. But yet
13: he was stripped. Was yeah. stripped. So whether I mean whether whether or not you know it was for inactivity or because of that assault fight. Um you know, he's no longer a champion, that's all that matters. So um
7: Yeah it doesn't matter yeah. what, what name or label they put on it. Everybody knows. You know, people that know know why he was uh, it. sure.
6: I and, and honestly, say if you're you're as big a fan of uh the UFC as as you are wrestling, would you pay to see Conor McGregor fight? Nope. Would you watch it for free?
13: Nope.
6: There we go. And
10: but uh,
13: I, I don't even. Um, I mean, hell, if I if if I ever see Conor McGregor on uh, preliminary, if I even see Conor McGregor's face on the TV for a split second, I turn it.
6: Yeah, it's he's he's overrated. He's overplayed. I mean, yeah, he he pulled some stuff. He could call the round whenever he you know he'd win, but uh, you know it's. I'd say if I want to see him fight anybody it would have to be Khabib, but uh, now I think uh, Khabib could uh, could find a better challenge than Conor McGregor.
13: Basically, Conor McGregor has less class than Mike Tyson. At least Mike Tyson has class. Cause he says
6: I'll fuck you till you love outlaw radio, faggot. <laughs> oh god, has oh, Scott, that one. I eat your asshole.
10: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh
6: man. Uh, oh, you know what though? Now, now you brought that up. Now you brought that up. <laughs> oh boy. Yeah. Let's see here if we can find that. I know you got the.
13: Uh, <laughs> Hell, if you're going to play that, you might as well play the chip intro, too. I don't
6: know. <laughs> hey, Let's see if this is it. Ah, yep, this is it. It's your
12: mother in the Jackie, you punk ass white boy? Come in and tell me that if I fuck you and your ass, you punk white boy, you faggot. You can't touch me, you're not mad enough. i eat your ass on a lobby, bitch. Fuck you, you hunk. Ho- Come and say in my face, I'll fuck you ass for that. Everybody, you bitch. Come on, you bitch. You're scared coward. You got mad enough to fuck with me. You can't last two minutes in my world, bitch. Look at you scared now, you hoe. Scared like a little white pussy. Scared of the real man. I'll
13: fuck you till you love me, faggot. <laughs> I'm kind of think that's going to hurt me. I am you, but every time I use that, I man, you know, calling someone a pussy, and yet you talk like this. You know, uh,
6: you know what though? He's got the skills and the power to back all that shit up.
13: I know, but hey, it. I got that clip. Also reminds me of um, the Mister Holland one where uh, he says, "If you think life, can't, if life, if you think life can't get any worse." Just remember you could be Mike Tyson trying to order the sweet and sour shrimp.
6: Sweet
13: and sour shrimp.
6: Uh, have you ever been to MikeTyson.com? <laughs> no.
13: Yeah,
6: no. Do,
2: do I want to?
6: Yes you do. Yes you do. Mike Tyson. M I K E T Y T H O N.
2: T H O N dot
6: com.
13: A Christmas story. Uh,
6: (laughs) South Park.
13: (laughs) South Park. Bigger, longer, and uncut. Happy Fourth of July. Uh, House of Cards.
6: I'm sorry.
13: United States Supreme Court. (laughs)
6: How do you say Star Wars in Mike Tyson language? Star Wars. Star Wars. Story, um, let's see, Star Wars Return of the Jedi. Oh, Star, man. Star Wars
10: Episode 3, <laughs>
6: Revenge of the Sith.
10: <laughs>
13: <laughs> oh, man.
6: Uh, oh, no, Uh, the Mike Tyson meme on... Says I don't I don't watch Breaking Bad. That show is messed up.
11: <laughs> oh my gosh!
6: Oh, you know what though? Mike Tyson I I watched him when I was a teenager. Didn't of course. If you're gonna sit down to watch a Mike Tyson fight, you better, you know, you better uh, not have planned on anything that was uh, that was gonna last very long. Back in the day, because Mike Tyson, uh, you know, he kind of lived by he the moniker.
13: You, he can knock your ass out now, and still have energy to knock everybody yeah. else out. The
6: thing is, he lived by the moniker as uh, they don't pay me by the they don't pay me by the minute. I'm going to go in there and get this done as quick as I can. <laughs>
13: oh man, they don't pay me by a minute. They pay me by a point. Um. <laughs> I tell you, I remember I remember one time when uh Mike Tyson guest hosted Monday Night Raw. And when oh, I yeah. um when I uh when he started speaking, I just started busting up laughing because I could not believe this guy did all this shit in boxing and yet he talks like that. What the hell?
6: Well, can you imagine if there was a big mega matchup and the promos the two would cut, Mike Tyson versus Dusty Rhodes?
13: Dusty, <laughs> you wouldn't be able to tell who was who. <laughs> because, yeah, they do talk pretty much the same. Sort of.
6: <laughs> <laughs> sort of. yeah. Yeah, I think I played it on Outlaw Radio in the past, but I don't think you've ever heard the Dusty Rhodes promo for the Cold Blooded Sausage Maker.
13: I don't know if I have, uh, but by and by the way, Dusty Rhodes may he rest in peace.
6: Yeah, Dusty Dusty Rhodes, he was funny. I mean, uh, the polka dot
10: tights.
13: <laughs> there was one time when he was on Raw not too long ago, and um, he it was a backstage segment. Between him, Cody Goldust, and Ted DiBiase Jr., Ted DiBiase Senior, the IRS man, um, Ron Ron Simmons, and a couple of other things, and it was back when um,
10: it
6: was
13: yeah,
10: and it was back,
13: ladies and gentlemen. Go ahead. It was back when um when Ted when the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase Senior passed a million dollar belt on to his son. Well, Goldust stole it. And, oh, yeah. and there was and every week there was some comedy that was met, that was done um with Ted. And finally, um Ted uh Ted DiBi- uh, Goldust gives the title to Ted DiBiase Senior. And the IRS man is like, Ted, "Don't worry, Ted. I know a good tax shelter for that." And Ted does his famous laugh, and he's like, "Nope, son, I gave it to you. It's yours." And his son's like, "Keep it, Dad. I don't need hand-me-downs." And and walks off. And then and then Cody and uh, Goldust. Uh, Goldust is like, hey, Cody, maybe you could give me some fashion grooming tips. And Cody's like, don't breathe in my face. And they both walk off, and Dustin's like, man, I raised some weird kids. <laughs> and, uh, and here's the weird part he was wearing, he was in a disguise at first, wearing a blonde wig. <laughs> and uh, they, And then everybody's started dancing for something and then all of a sudden the music cuts out ron and you see ron and the camera cuts over to ron and he looks at them he looks down he looks at them again and he looks away and goes damn (laughs)
10: um
6: I'm going to cut that promo I was talking about, though. This is Dusty Rhodes. He is the cold-blooded sausage maker.
12: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the world television champion, the American dream, Dusty Rhodes. Dusty, welcome. But what about Jimmy Bay? What, what? He tried it. They almost got him again. This has got to stop somewhere. Let me tell you something, David Crockett. This is going to cease to exist. It's going to stop now. I don't play no games. And I don't take no president. <laughs> Vegas Wall is going to have a lot of help. And tell her, did you come out here and you talk about baby died, paw driving, that boy, putting that boy out of wrestling, talking about boy this and boy that. Well, David, you know my youngest, Till Margaret, two and a half years old. And I tell her a story about the cold-blooded sausage maker that's walking through the woods and these little pigs run around. And he grabs the little pigs, and he make it cold-blooded sausage out of them. But always in that story, when she's scared and her eyes are big as silver dollars, the American dream comes and saves the little piggies. But in this case, I am the cold-blooded sausage maker. Tully Blanchard, and you the little piggies and you running around with one big pig. That's right. Now, I hope my mama don't call David and get on for me talking this way. But she ain't no lady. She ain't no 10. She's nothing more than something off the, I ain't even gonna talk about it. And you talking about now, you got to deal with a dealer. That's fine. Because that's risky business. I am risky business. I am the cool, bloody, sausage maker. Uh,
8: <laughs> you know,
13: that, that reminds, that reminds, that reminds me of a commercial one time. The eggs are from real chickens. The milk is from real cows. The sausage is from Jimmy Dean.
6: Oh. <laughs> really?
13: You think somebody would have caught that?
6: <laughs> now, how about how about? Uh, of course, there's a wrestling promo that I haven't played on here in a while, and I think, oh no, I've just got to play it. It's, of course, it was played on Stunner Wrestling Inc. and uh, Mr. Freeze. I think you've heard this before a time or two. Are you ready? Yes.
4: Hey people, this is that kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing limousine (laughs) riding, Learjet flying son of a gun himself. That's right, that C to the H to the I to the P, also known as your local hero, (laughs) also known as the world's champion, also known as the kiss stealing, wheeling, dealing limousine riding, Learjet flying son of a gun. That's right, I am your world's champion. I am the diamond standard. I am the equivalent, if you will. I just uh, wanted to get on here today and talk about my uh, new TV commercial <laughs> that I'm uh, getting ready to go out to Los Angeles and work on. I am actually going to be in a, t- a couple of TV commercials. I've actually also been invited <laughs> to uh, participate in a couple of talk shows. And, you know, true. see, when well, you're the world's champion, you're very, very busy, people. You know, uh, you're... Uh, You're an icon, and that's what I am. I'm a true icon in this business. I'm a true icon in this sport. Uh, Of course, I have to go to Japan and defend this big world title belt. I have to go to uh, different places like that, Japan, Mexico, so on and so forth. So, you know, I am an icon. I am a legend. I am the world champion. Now, I want to get on there today and talk about You know, this weekend, uh, some people ask, uh, they say, Nate, they say, you know, Chip, (laughs) uh, Nature Boy Chip, they say, uh, you know, uh, what are you going to do this weekend, Chip? Are you going to be styling and profiling with your entourage of ladies? Yes, I am. I'm going to be styling and profiling with my entourage of ladies. Matter of fact, uh, me and the crew, me and the ladies are going to get on the Learjet tonight and... uh, we're going to party in Las Vegas. It's the weekend. We're going to party in Las Vegas. And we may actually uh, bounce up to Reno and party up there, or Laughlin, Nevada, and party up there. And then uh, we're going to hop on that Learjet, and we're going to go to Los Angeles, and we're going to style and profile as usual, getting that big, long limo, my new uh, 2012 Cadillac Eldorado. And we're going to style and profile, Cadillac, and all we're going to say, woo. And I'm going to be a kiss-dealing, weaving-dealing, limousine-riding, Learjet blind, son-of-a-gun. That's right. So this is your world champion saying so long for now. Talk to y'all later. Bye.
13: (laughs) You know, Billy, I was hoping you would play uh, that. I I had a feeling that Chip was coming
7: when Mm -hmm. you said
2: a
13: wrestling promo. I had a feeling.
7: Unbelievable.
6: (laughs) I I knew he was an idiot, but I've never heard...
7: Like
13: that's
6: you, you never heard that before.
7: I've never heard those certain. Yeah, like, I just. No, no, that seems. That's, wow. God bless him. All right. Good for you.
13: <laughs> by, by the way, Billy?
6: Yeah. Billy. I'm
13: the running.
6: <laughs> of course, uh, you know, Stephen James actually cut a promo kind of making fun of Chip for doing that. And I believe I have that somewhere. <laughs> Let's see if I can find that. <laughs>
13: yes, please. I gotta hear this.
6: Oh, yeah, here it is
10: American. <clears throat> My name is chip. that low life cheese
0: stealing tire, sniffing paste, eating bust. Riding thrift store shopping tranny whore, patronizing bareback, back anal sex having twinkie snorting sex offended, son of a two dollar whore, that's right, your aluminum standard, the Walmart kid, the world's tampon
8: chip, mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, oh. <laughs>
6: wow. I think it's about time, though, we cut to our next music set. Um, What we've got coming up here, we got uh, Muzzy Braun going to be followed by Lurid Liz, Insatia, Shana G, and G3 Rap. When we come back, we got News of the Weird. So we'll be back after this. Dun, 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 dun. How dare you
5: and who in the hell fuck do you think you are? You're listening to Outlaw Radio, where we're proper gentlemen, because we always ask Do you mind if I fart?
11: You really know how to waste a sea Alice, don't you? You're abusing my fan. <laughs>
4: With your back up against the wall The time will come when you're faced to fight When the winner takes it all Stand up for what's inside of you Don't turn your back, don't run You gotta live by your conviction You gotta stick to your guns
8: Stick to your guns let your conscience be your guide Sometimes it's hard to face the truth But it's no good to hide You gotta learn from your experience Son, it's never one So when you get fucked off, climb back on Always stick to your gun Stick to your gun
4: When things don't turn out right When your mouth goes off like a gunshot There'll be a bullet there to bite You gotta learn to say you're sorry And admit it when you're wrong When it's your turn to face the music You won't always
8: like the song But stick to your gun Let your conscience Sometimes it's hard to face the truth But it's no good to hide You gotta learn from your experience Son, a quitter, never won So when you get bucked off, you climb back on Always stick to your gun Stick to your gun
10: Hi, my name is Stacey Rios. I'm here to talk about Stacey's Taco.
0: Stacey Rio's taco. Try it today. Everyone's on the
8: diet, the new Stacy's Taco diet that tastes great and has zero calories. Who here has tried Stacy's Taco? I
4: was never a big taco eater until I tried Stacey's Taco.
8: Stacy's taco tastes great and has zero calories.
4: I lost 25 pounds trying Stacy's Taco.
0: Stacy's taco will keep you coming back for more. Stacy Rio's taco. Try it today.
8: Yeah.
14: Oh, yeah. yeah. Spend a lot of my time with a lot of good days. Life is such a hard thing. got to give it good shape. Try to understand it's not as bad as about the man don't you let him hold you down when we are the 99 fix me up another line every time i do it i'll be saying it's the last time listen to my story Hard rock, don't rail, morphine, it will make your heart stop. I am a creature, ma, I will eat her, I'll marry her and argue when I drink. I will beat her, just too crazy, big rap baby. Sensitive to criticism, trying not to hate you. Promise to stay true, prob, I'm afraid to. But you see the real me, the beast, i could feel and you want to come across. And- I'm so strange, I'm so strange, writing lyrics all day, work hard, get played, yeah. You wanna talk down, you gotta back out, why you trying to be rude, oh yeah. You think you know me, you can blow me, you're irrelevant, dude, yeah. You wanna talk down,
8: you
14: gotta back out, why you trying to be rude, I can't wait, I can't, I can't take it, till the day, the day that I make it, some will say, they will, they will hate me, it's okay, it's not, it's not crazy, people don't, they don't, they won't like it, so
7: Take you out again,
14: What's up? I'm the, I'm the master. White as fuck. I'm like, I'm like plaster. Oh, yeah. No you want to talk down. No, I've got a sock in Hit you with the fry pan. gotta make some eggs in. You should know I'm instant.
3: was a
2: Voicemail allows people to engage in social networking through the exchange of voice messages without the need of utilizing a computer. For more information or to get your very own Fillmore Voicemail box, call toll-free 1-866-4-GET-VMB. 1-866-4-GET-VMB. That's 1-866-443-8862. Or visit FillmoreVoicemail.com. Fillmore Voicemail, a service of Fillmore Productions
0: metal from America's heart of rock and roll, and Diamonds Defense Center welcomes straight from Cleveland. Mushroom. Mushroom Head live in concert with Vices, Gabriel and the Apocalypse, Santana, Alignment Tide and Mindspan. For 18 and up. 15 and up with parent or guardian. Full bar for 21 and up. ID required. Tickets are on sale now. A very limited number of reserved tickets are available. Get yours at JeromeTickets.com.
8: Mushroom head. Mushroom head. Sunday, May 20. Diamond Events Center. Host
2: Rock Station, the Edge. He took an oath to defend the Constitution of the United States of America. By some, he's been called controversial. He is the free American
11: Clay Douglas. Now, keep in mind that some of my guests have been approached by Homeland Security or FBI saying, why are you going on the Clay Douglas show?
1: My message to those guys that they're listening this morning is, good morning. Go get a cup of
5: coffee. Maybe you'll learn something.
11: Yeah, sit down. I've always invited you. I hope you come into my lecture, man. Now, you know, we, we both took the same oath to defend the Constitution against all enemies. Foreign and domestic. I don't recall there being an expiration date on that. Catch the Free American
2: weekday mornings at 10 a.m. Eastern, 7 a.m. Pacific. For the podcast and more details, go to freeamerican.com. Some material may not be suitable for children under 18.
0: Are you single? Try date. It's an exciting new way to find your perfect match. Just swipe right to like someone or swipe left to pass. If someone likes you back, it's a match. But wait, you and your match cannot view each other until the countdown for revealing profile is over. The more you chat and interact, the faster the countdown will end, revealing the person you had originally liked and interacted with. It's that simple. Search for Tridate on the App Store or Google Play or visit Tridate.com for more info.
8: What are you
5: shot up, From the bowels of a nondescript building in a little hip town. This is Outlaw Radio. I'm not in a mood to deal with you today.
6: You stupid ass oh! Oh welcome
11: back. Outlaw
6: radio. Rocky <laughs> by Cold Cock Whiskey. You raise your glass, take your shot. You must be 21 years of age or older to drink. And Hunter Athletic, gear up and let's train. The songs you just heard were G3 Rap with Show You How. Before that, Sheena G with Barstool. Before that, Insatia with Phoenix of Flame. Before that, Lured Liz with Oh Yeah. And starting the whole set off was Muzzy Braun with Stick to Your Guns. And, (laughs) all right, so, Chris. Yes? Do we have stories lined up?
13: Yes, we do. Let's hit it and quit it.
6: It is time?
11: It is time.
2: This is Outlaw Radio News of the Weird
13: uh, From the Outlaw Radio Newsroom I am not Kurt Angle Oh it's true It's damn true Thank you <laughs> And, and Alright so This comes from World. Uh, World News Daily report, uh, 21-year-old Alexandra Fox has been scheduled to go on trial next week and one of the cases against her. Uh, instead, she pleaded guilty to all of 132 total counts. These, Those include guilty pleas to 63 counts of third-degree criminal sexual conduct, 13 Counts of strangulation And 56 counts of stalking We think the strangulation was Due to kinkiness The young woman who is believed to suffer from Some form of hypersexual Sexuality disorder Preyed on her victims by hiding in the men's Restrooms and at Danbury Dollar Saver Cinema Located inside the Cincinnati Mall (laughs) Oh my goodness One victim told local reporters, I told her 20 times I was gay, but she would keep shoving her hands down my pants and grabbing my penis.
6: (laughs) Well, why did you let her? Yeah.
13: Um, A number of victims also reported being assaulted while they were using the urinals. A Cincinnati mall employee who wished to remain anonymous said, I was at the urinal... urinal...
6: There
13: you go. <laughs> and she grabbed my penis from behind and tried to put it in her mouth while I was peeing. This can't <laughs> be
6: real. Um,
13: many victims claim the assaults were done in pitch darkness at the movie theater or by switching off the lights in the men's restroom. I'm sorry, if the re- if the restroom lights go off, I'm getting the hell out of there. Uh, one man admitted in tears when reached by phone, I was watching a movie with my wife and kids when I felt her hand slide in my pants and put several fingers in my asshole. I felt oh. helpless. I couldn't do anything. It would have ruined the movie for everybody. Well, I think it kind of ruined the movie for everybody because you got fucked in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I had do that part. During her arrest, Fox also offered to perform oral sex on both police officers in exchange for her liberation. After both police officers declined the offer, she persisted and asked if they could perform a threesome on her before they arrested her. Prosecutors and police say a total of 63 men have been victims of sexual assault or harassment by Fox, but others could follow suit. Uh And And this one I have a hard time believing as well. Tom and Janice Morrison, a young couple from the small town of Greensboro in Alabama, called 911 around 10 p.m. a couple of weeks ago to ask for an ambulance. Samantha Irving, the operator who took the call, says she thought it was a joke when when he explained the situation. The woman told me that her husband had fallen. This can't be. This isn't real. Because this is so much like um,
6: the, the onion,
13: no, the squirrel and the anus. But um, the this is from World Daily News, the same place where you got the squirrel thing. But the woman told me that her husband had fallen and that his head was now stuck in her vaginal cavity.
10: Oh, I really, God. I
13: really thought that it was a group of teenagers making a prank call. That's what got me thinking this site ain't real. Uh, so, yeah, I'm not even going to go through with this story because I I don't even think this is real. But anyway, if you want to read fake news, just go to The Onion or something. Anyways, uh, each social media has a different focus, be it Facebook, Snapchat, or Twitter. Each platform also has something uniquely annoying about it, and that's the focus of a digital artist in Southeast Michigan. Mike Campow has created a series called Antisocial that depicts the top social media platforms as Vegas-style neon signs. Each sign is in an empty parking lot, which is supposed to symbolize how each person's post is both isolated but also in an area that can be seen by many. The signs which CampPo created digitally uh, come on, you stupid. All right. I I lost my place there. I'm back now. Uh, each uh, the, the, the the signs which Campow created digitally showcase the most irritating aspects of each platform. For instance, the sign for Facebook points out that it's the place to go and make everyone think your life is great. He's also harsh on LinkedIn, which he describes as people I don't really know endorse me for the things I don't really do. Although Kampow makes fun of social media, he insists he's not a hater. He told LinkedIn contributor Stephen Blakeman, I don't think all social media is terrible. In fact, I gain quite a bit of inspiration from fellow artists. I'm exposed to different points of view. I can keep in touch with old friends, make new friends, and I can stay current with what is happening around the world. All of which are great things to something that couldn't have happened ten years ago. Uh so and Facebook he said uh he said that. Instagram he described as look at me, look at me, look at me, look at me. Snapchat, open ten seconds, twenty four hours, or forever. Um B or B E with the little <laughs> over the E saying um, I spend all day putting my Lincoln project comments and not on my work. Um, let's see, Twitter. He said on Twitter, my political view is all or nothing based on other posts and memes. So there you go. Alright. And once to keep the passion in a relationship, do you wanna do you want that to do you want to do that,
6: Billy? Yep. Let's, yeah, yeah.
13: Well, try adding a robotic sex doll. That's the recommendation of Spanish inventor Sergi Santos, who created a sex doll equipped with the latest advancements in artificial intelligence. And is a veterinarian. Samantha Asshole. is. <laughs> Samantha is designed to respond to gentle seduction. As a result, The 39-year-old electrical engineer said the bosomy bot allows him to get sexual release when his partner, 16 years, isn't in the mood. Uh, Santo, I'm not going to try and pronounce uh, her name, uh, partner, 16 years. Uh, Santo sold Barker off TV. A man wants to feel in general that the woman is desperate to have sex with him. And if a man feels like the woman will not enjoy sex fully, most men do not like the sex. And this is the cause of many sexual problems. Damn, there's a lot of fucking in that sentence. As for him him and his wife, Santos said, I need sex sometimes of the day that my wife doesn't want to. And I said, look, sex is breaking already many relationships because of lack of synchronism. And I would not put that pressure to my marriage. The couple who are based in Catalonia sells their Randy robots for between $2,834 and $7,000. Kissamataki told Barcroft that she doesn't see any problem with her husband having a robot on the side. She said, with couples, I think as long as there is trust in the relationship and mutual respect, then introducing a doll is something that can help. Even if you are compatible on so many other things, but maybe not sex. doll can be a complementary element and can be a solution. But Santos, who is planning to build a male sex robot, admits he's worried how the reverse situation could affect their relationship. He told Barcroft, I think I would feel jealous if she used the male sex robot. If I found that she likes the male doll better than me in the sense that she doesn't want to be with me, i get divorced. She, She would be tempted to try it out, she said. I do find the idea of making a man-robot interesting. I would very much like to make one. If I would personally use it, I don't know. Probably out of curiosity.
6: You know, Chris? Yep. (laughs) uh, Mr. Freeze, I don't know if you'll remember this or not, but in 1986, there was a movie by Wes Craven that came out called Deadly Friend. (laughs) It's just kind of ironic. Uh, you're mentioning this because it's about it's about a young guy who studies the human brain, and he gets a beautiful new neighbor, um, whose uh, her her father is a is an abusive alcoholic that kills her. She he ends up taking her body and puts some kind of microchip in her brain. Uh, yeah and that, that actually resurrects her and she she becomes basically something very very dangerous. Her name in the movie is Samantha. Oh <laughs>
10: Jesus.
6: Yeah she's played oh, she was played by Christy Swanson. She looked good in the movie too. I
7: remember that. Like I never saw the movie but I remember that though.
6: But uh, just the one scene though is uh, uh the the other neighbor is a cranky old lady who's always threatening to call the police whatever, and just mean to everybody around her Well Samantha goes into her house, throws a basketball up at her face, and knocks her head clean off of her shoulders. Oh, she- oh shit nice <laughs>
13: nice damn that
6: that
13: sounds like some weird scanner shit.
10: Oh, my God. Oh, man. Well. Damn.
6: Yeah, I just had to throw that out there since you're talking about a sex doll named Samantha, and then I think of that movie. Yeah. Oh, man. Well. A a robotic sex doll at (laughs) it. Well,
13: residents in the Dutch village of Gelsum aren't singing the praises of recent changes to a nearby road. Rumble strips were recently laid on the main drag in a strategic manner so that the road sings out the anthem of the Friesland region. Yes, that's right. a singing road um, no yeah let let's see um. Yeah, not a lot of people are liking it, but what may but what may be a novelty for drivers has been sheer torture to people who live near the road. Like Sitsi Jansma. Jansma told the Dutch language news station RTL News, it's simple. The Phrygian national anthem is fun, but not 24 hours a day. It really makes you deaf. You cannot sit outside anymore. You do not sleep at night, and that vuvuzela whimper makes us crazy. Uh... Resident Jan- Ria Jansma told- said the road inspired some taxis to go across the lines as quickly as possible. She said to Reuters, we had the anthem played all night at high speed. The Friesland Authority has taken note of the complaints and removed the rumble strips later this week. Oh, <laughs> Well, you know, um, a singing road is pretty good, but do it on the interstate. Don't get yeah, it.
8: There
13: you go. Yeah, but um oh and uh, also West London Police tweeted that they disrupted an unlicensed music event in the town of Hounslow and it turns out it was a rave organized in the abandoned husk of a Toys R Us store. The department even made a fun graphic about the March 31st Bust, but at least it has a sense of humor about it saying, thank you for shopping at Raves R Us. Raves R Us. Yes. <laughs> police said they have made they made five arrests and even seized the sound system. No word yet if that sound system was just a uh, Teddy Ruxpin reading everyone's stories by glow stick. Police later warned other ravers via Twitter not to show up because everyone would be turned away. These ravers probably don't want to grow up because maybe if they did, they'd have to be charged with trespassing as adults, and that's no fun. <laughs> and and now let's get to some shower thoughts, which wasn't available on Huffington Post this week, so I had to go to the source itself. That's right, Reddit. Um, uh, let's see. Okay, literally. Has become the totally from the 80s. Yeah. Uh if he told someone 50 years ago that I about iPhones, they would have thought that it that is impossible. Who knows what technology we will have in 50 years? Sure. Uh, press, procrastinators can usually do a week's work in a day and a day's work in a week. Uh, Blood is thicker than water, but syrup is thicker than blood. Therefore, pancakes are more important than family. No, they're not. <laughs> the older you get, the more you look forward to bedtime. Yes, indeed. It's bedtime.
10: Hey, right, hey, where's the
12: condoms? <laughs>
13: um.
12: All right.
13: Cheese has holes. More cheese equals more holes. More holes equals less cheese. Therefore, more cheese equals less cheese. (laughs) Follow me
6: there? I'm listening.
13: (laughs) Okay. Um, Velociraptor meat, I actually taste like chicken. Um. Most dogs live the li- live the lives of monks. No sex, eat the same humble food every day, and are locked away in a confined place for all their lives. That's sad. Um, CPR is the human version of blowing in a video game cartridge and hoping it will work again. Um... Tickling is the rape of laughter. Uh, Let's see. The fact that toilet paper doesn't give you paper cuts is pretty underrated. (laughs) Uh, MTV doesn't play music videos anymore, but music is still on the radio, so video did not kill the radio star. Um, Real water drinkers know all water doesn't taste the same. Seeing someone with two cell phones, you assume one for business and one for personal use. Seeing someone with three, you wonder if his two families know about each other. Um, <laughs> the worst feeling is when you catch up to a TV show and you have to wait a whole week for the next episode like a mortal. As soon as you sign up to become an organ donor, there's someone out there who's waiting for you to die. Uh, Punching bags can make great hugging bags if we could, if we would just calm down for a second. Uh, Colleges asking alumni for donations and charging students 50K a year for tuition is insulting. Uh, being a surgeon is like being a mechanic, except you have to fix the car while the engine is running. And, and you never know how many people you walk past each day are wearing butt plugs. (laughs) (laughs) That
5: was good. All
13: right. And, uh, finally, ladies and gentlemen, uh, some sad news to report. Um, have you guys heard of uh, Coast to Coast AM?
6: I, no, I, I did hear, though, that we um, a, a major talent just passed away in the world of radio. I did hear that.
13: Uh, U.S. radio host Art Bell, known for his discussions of conspiracy theories and paranormal phenomena during his popular syndicated show, Coast to Coast AM, has died at his home in Nevada at the age of 72. Show developed a cult after he created it in 1993 and was touted as the country's most listened to overnight radio program. It featured Bell expounding on topics as diverse as UFO sightings, Bigfoot, and crop circles. Bell retired in 2015, citing safety concerns for his family. The studios were located in his hometown of Harump in Nye County, Nevada. Uh, Nye par- County,
6: yeah, that's just a, just. Sorry to interrupt. Yeah, well, you know what they just got to throw it in there, what they say about Pahrump, because Vegas it, it, uh, brothels are actually illegal in Vegas, as they are for the rest of the state of Nevada. So the closest ones you can go to are Pahrump, and they say, have a saying in Vegas, you go to Pahrump to hump. <laughs> <laughs> Pahrump
13: rump hump. <Pahrumpa-rumph-hump. laughs> yes. Uh, Nye County Sheriff Sharon Worley announced the death of the longtime resident in a brief video statement. She said he died on Friday and that an autopsy was scheduled for later this week to determine the cause of death. The current host of the show, George Norty, said in a statement, Art was a legend, a radio icon who went against the grain and developed an amazing show. His impact on my life is beyond words. He will be missed, but I know he is now on another journey. Coast to Coast AM airs on more than 600 stations nationwide and is broadcast Monday through Sunday from 1 to 5 a.m. Eastern, according to Premier Networks, a subsidiary of iHeart of iHate Media, the leading audio company in the United States, who is now bankrupt.
12: What?
13: Yeah, iHeart Media, the leading audio company in the United States, in bankruptcy. So I guess instead of being leading, they're now broke and that ladies and gentlemen does it
5: for news of the weird
6: and i want to throw something else out there too since we've already mentioned some radio talent uh as i mentioned at the top of the show the next uh the next show we're going to have uh next week it's going to be 100% serious no idiot of the week no uh news of the weird got to be uh, focusing on the, um, what's going on in South Africa with the term white genocide with uh, Julius Malema. But uh, I'm going to have a young lady on the show next week. And uh, she's originally from South Africa. And, Chris, I want to know if you've heard of her husband. She is married to a man by the name of John B. Wells.
13: No, I haven't.
6: Well, he too is pretty big in radio. He's got a voice kind of like Ernie Anderson. Oh, okay. In fact, uh, she sent me she sent me a clip that's available on YouTube of him. And uh, yeah, this this guy right here he ain't like Fresno, who's going to waste his talent. He's used his talent. Listen to this man talk. If we get
1: this good. in the meantime, the CNN host calls Trump a POS on the air, piece of yes, over renewed call for travel ban, right? NBC has decided we're not gonna retweet the president's tweet because um um because uh, it's not confirmed yet. Look, why are these people so vitriolic? Why are they using these cuss words? Why is Kathy Griffin holding up a head covered in blood—that's supposed to be the president. Why are these people losing their minds? Ask yourself the question: Has the society degenerated to the point where we have to drop f-bombs? Like little Anderson Cooper actually said this on his broadcast to uh, to a um, somebody that was a supporter of Trump, somebody in the um, you know in, in the political operations arena, and he says, "Well, he could he could make a uh, a dump on your desk and you'd defend it." I mean, since when has so-called journalism been called upon to sink to these levels? Well, I'll tell you my opinion. Now, no man, no woman is right every time, but you can come close. And after having been in that apparatus for 25 years as the voiceover guy in every office, shaking hands, salespeople, mahogany row where the officers sit, In the control room, down on the floor, with the producers, with the writers, with the recording guys, all over the building. It was the best job you could ever have. Just be the VO guy, and you get to see it all and talk to everybody. You get to ask them questions like, say, on that Waco thing, how come if it said live down there at the bottom right of the screen, how come it was edited and watch everybody in the room go quiet? And then, after a few minutes, You begin to get the idea that a few of them have actually become incontinent while you're standing there asking the question, looking at them like, well, are you going to answer me or not? And you know what? They didn't. So I repeat the question. Why has journalism sunk to this low level? My answer is, in my opinion, it is because they are so desperate. This global elitist thing is crashing down around their heads. They want to take this president out. And no matter what you think of him personally, no matter how, how passionately you feel about letting no one be left behind, let no one slip through the cracks, let everybody live their life the way they want to, there is such a thing as right and wrong and wrong cannot be just excused away you cannot do this if you do this you are complicit in the wrongdoing the worst thing that can happen is for evil to prevail because good men stood there and did nothing support your duly elected president resist global government resist global currency Resist the chip that you will most assuredly be asked or demanded of to take. Do not succumb. Do not roll over. Do not give up your freedom. Once you do it, hell will have to be paid before you get it back. Are we clear here? You are not God. I am not God. But there is a God and He is watching. What are you prepared to do?
6: You know what I gotta do for that? Billy. You know what real quick, what's that?
13: Um he said about, you know, a news clip. It says live at the bottom of the screen, why was it edited? It could probably be because there was something called the dump button that was used.
6: Uh, But you know what i got to do on
10: that? What up?
6: I mean, there's somebody with some talent. Yeah. I haven't heard a voice like that since Ernie Anderson, for real. And, uh, you know, maybe we'll get a chance to talk to him one of these days on Outlaw Radio, considering the fact that we are talking to his wife next week.
13: Oh, that guy, I thought you meant maybe we'll talk to Ernie Anderson. I'm, I was about uh, to say, uh, Ernie Anderson, dead.
6: No, he's been dead for over 20 years. I know that. Well, but,
13: yeah. Um, I will say this, though, Billy. I will not be available next week or the next two weeks. I... Next weekend, I got something I got to do with Power Commitment, and the 28th, my fiance is going to be in town, so I'm going to be with her. I mean, I like being with you guys every week, each weekend, but I mean, my fiance kind of trumps everything here. Yes,
6: I understand that.
13: So, yeah.
6: Well, nonetheless, though, I I still am going to need your help, and I guess you can pre-record it. I'm since uh, we pre-record news of the weird when you can't be around, how about uh, I'll give you the stories that we're going to be using if you get some time, uh, please, uh, you know, we got we to fit you in there somehow, Chris, and you can read the stories for us.
13: Alrighty, Sounds good.
6: Yes. So, <laughs> yeah, so the drill next week, if you're going to troll, you're gone. We're not. You know we're not even we're not even gonna fuck around with this one right here because the show next week is just way too serious to be you know to to allow trolls or any of that nonsense bullshit.
7: Yeah. Amen.
6: Yeah. So hopefully, Mister Freeze feels better too.
7: Yeah. Yeah. That's so. I hope so too. Better not last a fucking week.
6: Oh, by the way, Chris, I'll, I'm gonna. I I haven't shared this yet, but uh, we do have. Uh, I I do have people from who support the economic freedom fighters in uh, in South Africa who have sent me something special. And if you want to, hang on, I'm gonna forward this to the. Uh, Outlaw radio chat. If you want to have a look at this, just got to see your response to this. All righty. Let's see here.
10: Uh, Let's see here. Uh,
13: I think I remember seeing that. And all I can see is bring it on bitch
6: so basically, there's a picture of me uh, flipping off Julius Millanus and uh, I actually put that in into one of the comments of the uh, economic freedom fighters just to, just because I'm I'll show them that I you know that Julius Malema is a piece of shit. And uh, I'm not afraid to let him know that I think he's a piece of shit. And, of course, some guy by the name of Timba Mazala, he's from South Africa, tells me I'm sick for doing so. And I said, farmers are being slaughtered in very heinous ways, and that's okay. But if I flip off Julius Malema, I'm the sick man, you should really question your own logic. Uh Mazala or M- Malaza, that's how it's pronounced, says Who cares about racist boar farmers? To hell with them. Oh. Billy Painter, we are coming for you soon. Very soon, bitch ass motherfucker. Oh really? Wow. Yeah, like
13: what wow, what 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 uh what language <laughs> I
6: think um,
13: that, I think his mama needs to wash his mouth, that was so
6: now there's a picture of him holding a rifle and uh, maybe you know he needs he needs a few wax on the butt with that rifle. He
13: needs to he no he needs to have that gun shoved up in his ass and fired.
6: <laughs> especially if he's taking part in some of the most heinous crimes and there's going to be here's another warning about next week's show is uh, there's going to be pictures released there's going to be graphic details these bastards have gone as far as to break into people's homes who are peacefully sleeping, watching TV, eating dinner, whatever the fuck they're doing, rape their women, take babies, and rape the babies, and then boil them in hot water. Oh, my God. While forcing the father, the the head man of the house, to watch it all happen, before putting a bullet in his head. This is the stuff we're going to touch on next week. This is what's going on. Can we we stop this? Obviously, there's not much we can do since we're across the ocean except bring awareness to this and somehow bring awareness to the right people so this bullshit will stop. And that's what's coming up next week. So, with that said, of course, I'll be joined by Mr. Freeze. Recorded clips, of course, from Chris, because he's not going to be here. But uh, Chris Clips. What's that? Chris Clips.
13: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) (laughs) From Alba Radio, it's Chris Clips. (laughs) Hey, get away from my
6: nuts. (laughs) Oh, boy, you're starting to scare me. So anyway, it is t- it is time to call it a night, ladies and gentlemen. If uh Of course, uh like I say, you know what's next? What's next week? I don't need to go down that road again. Um and uh of course, Saturday morning on Asgard Radio, I will be back with The Indie Asylum. By the way, Chris, how, how did it go with the uh um how how did it go with uh, with the uh, Rock and Waves anniversary?
13: It went very good. We um, you know that whole weekend we had special programming, and uh, Monday of course we did the 10 year anniversary show, and it could not have gone any smoother. Uh, we actually have the um, recording, uh, the audio recording available on Mixcloud. Just go to mixcloud.com. Slash Chris Master One and um,
6: it's on there. All the, right.
13: enti- the entire round five hour show.
6: So we are going to end the night with a new one of the new releases from Red Sun Rising. And uh yeah, thank them for allowing us to play their music on our show. So yep. th- this is cool. a thank song you. called Evil Like You. And uh Mr. Freeze, I really hope you feel better on
7: thanks uh-oh. sorry,
6: guys and uh, no, nothing to be feel sorry better. about Freaks. you're you're a fucking soldier, you're here regardless of how you feel I try, I try <laughs>
7: <laughs> so all, all right. right everybody. well, thank you all for listening and
6: yeah we'll no be show. back We'll be back next week. Good night, everybody. later, good night guys. Good night, Nick. Are you tired of modern pop music
11: that sounds like a dog fucking a squeaky toy? Well, that's why you're listening to Outlaw Radio. We tell bad bed music to go piss up a rope. We give our opinions, and if a fight breaks out, so fucking what?
6: bad billy here if you want to get your hands on some awesome apparel then look no further than fresh baked tees fresh baked tees is the preferred custom apparel manufacturing company for outlaw radio the locked and loaded radio show cranked up country and many others t-shirts tank tops and hoodies available in all sizes Simply go to FreshBakeKeys.com and place your order today.
2: Screw this fucking shit. We're not posh and pompous. We're Locked and Loaded. The Locked and
5: Loaded Radio Show with the Bulldog, Scott Rumsey.
2: Enjoy the best in rock music, metal, and classic rock, along with interviews and hot talk it's raw it's unfiltered
14: it's certifiably ape shit fucking crazy
2: like the Locked and Loaded radio show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Locked and Loaded radio show and follow the show on Twitter at L-A-L-R-S 007 I'm Locked and Loaded the Locked and Loaded radio show on internet radio devices every fucking where.
0: Hi, I'm Chuck Norris, a black belt patriot. If some thug breaks into my home, I could use my roundhouse kick, but I'd prefer he look down the barrel of my gun. And millions of other law-abiding families also rely on their Second Amendment rights to keep and bear arms. Some politicians say they support your rights, but unfortunately, their voting records say otherwise. Protect your rights on Election Day. Check the candidates' records and see who stood up for your families and who protected the criminals. I'm Chuck Norris, and I approve this
8: message.
1: Just let them try and outlaw those guns.
2: I'm Jim Hunt, at your service. Put my voice and audio production skills to work for you. Let's do this. You have been listening to I'm All Real. Be sure to leave your feedback by calling 773
5: 572 7878. All feedback is played and replied to on the show. Visit our official website at Outlaw Radio Outlaw Radio is a presentation of AOW
11: Productions. Here I am. Sitting on the porch Writing another song About Waylon, Willie, David Allen, Cole You can't go wrong There's Such great at boys just like me Man, can't you see Cause you can't go wrong with one good outlaw song the outlaw song Well here I am Sitting on the porch Wishing I was here With old Joe we be strumming on the cold hard truth, and he stopped loving her today. And I love to play, because you can't go wrong with one good outlaw song. The outlaw song. This old song About Waylon and Willie David Allen Cole The man in black And the possum George Jones Can't go wrong Can't go wrong With one good Outlaw song